Hi, I'm back. I'll be reading, reading Joe Osteen Breakout, Five Keys to Go Beyond Your Barriers and Live an Extraordinary Life. Chapter 7. Chapter 7. Be confident in what you have. It's easy to, it's easy to focus on what we don't have. Pe people tell me often that they don't have the talent, the education, or the, person, or the personality they like to have. But as long as you think, think you are, you are lacking it, you, you're lacking, lacking it, you're lacking, you are lacking it, well, 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 well. We'll keep, we'll keep you from God's best. It's not enough to just have faith in God. That's important, but you should take it one step further and have faith in what God has given you. You have to believe you are equipped. You are empowered. You have the talent, the resources, the personality, everything you need to fulfill your destiny. Here's the key. You don't need a lot of talent. You have exactly what you need. If you, if you will use what God has given you, He will. He will, he will get you to where you're supposed to be. I have learned. It's not necessarily the amount of talent, the amount of education, or the amount of money. What makes it is God's anointing on your life. You can have average talent, but God breathes in your direction. You, you will go further than someone with exceptional talent. You can have an extraordinary problem, but with the favor of God, he can provide an ordinary solution and make you victorious. That's what happened with Samson when when a you when a huge army surrounded him. He had no weapons, no protection, all the odds were against him. He began to look around to try to find something to defend himself. All he all he could find was the jawbone of a donkey. He could have thought, Oh great, just my luck. I need a sword, I need a shield. And, and all I have is this jawbone. It's this jawbone. It was small. It was ordinary. But Samson didn't dismiss it. He was smart enough to realize that this jawbone was part of his divine destiny. He picked it up and used it to defeat the entire army. Even though that jawbone was ordinary, it became extraordinary when God breathed on it. You don't have to be bigger, stronger, or tough. Or tougher to overcome your obstacles. You don't have, you don't have to have great talent in order to do something great. When you honor God with your life, you have the most powerful force in the universe breathing in your direction. God knows how to take something ordinary and make it extraordinary. Get in agreement with Him and be confident that you have that that you have. Exactly what you need. Don't ever say, I don't have the strength. I don't have the looks. I'm too tall, too short. I'm too young, too old. Zip that up and declare, I am anointed. I am equipped. I am empowered. I am the white size, the white nationality. I know the white people. I have the white amount of talent. The Bible tells us about a day when Jesus had been teaching thousands of people. It started to get late and the people were hungry. Jesus turned to his disciples and and said, I want you I want you to 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 get them to get them something to eat. They were out in the middle of nowhere. There were 
No grocery stores, no other source of food. It, it seemed Jesus was asking the impossible. But here's the key. God will, God will never ask you to do something and then not, then not give you the ability to do it, to do it. I hear people saying, I know I need to forgive, but I just can't do it. It's too hard. Or I know I should, I should take that management position, but I don't feel qualified. The truth is they have, ex they, the truth is they have, ex they have, they have exactly what they need. The disciples weren't confident that Jesus could provide food for all those people. They said it's impossible. We don't see a way. When Jesus heard all their excuses, he finally said, "You have, you have told me all, all about what you, what you don't have. All I want to know is what you do have." They said, "Jesus, we have." We just we just have five loaves of bread and two fish, but what is that among so many? They looked at what they had and and dismissed it as 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 not enough. They were like those who say to me, "I believe if I if I had more talent, more education, and just more going for me." I tell them God says to you what Jesus said to his disciples. Give me what you have. Don't make, don't make excuses. Don't sit on the sidelines of life, intimidated, thinking that you are unqualified. Put your life, your dreams, your goals, and your talent into God's hands. You know the story. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish and prayed over them. It, it all was multiplied and, and somehow it fed more than four, than four thousand people. That's what happened. That's what happens. When you give God what you have, He will multiply it. Now, what you have may seem small compared to what you are you are facing, compared to the financial difficulty, the medical report, or the size of your dreams. You could easily be intimidated, but God is saying, "Just give me what you have. If you will be the best, you can you can be white." Right where you are living, with confidence, believing that God is breathing in your direction, then God will do for you what He did for the hungry crowd. He would take the little, He would take the little, and He would turn it into much. Into much. Still, people say, "I've got a big problem. I don't have big resources." That's okay. God does. He owns it all. He he's got you in the palm of his hands. Your your obstacles may be high, but our God is the Most High. That enemy may be powerful, but God is all powerful. He has the final say. Here's what I've I've learned. God is not looking for super for super talented people. He is looking for ordinary people, for ordinary people, who who would take the limits off him. So he. So he can show his goodness in extraordinary ways. Be confident in what you have. When David went to face Goliath, all he had was a slingshot and five smooth stones. It didn't look like much. Goliath was nearly twice his size. Goliath had been trained in, in the military. He was wearing a full set of armor, had a lot of experience, and was extremely powerful. 
David was a teenager. He had no formal training, no equipment, and no battlefield experience. He was a shepherd. When Goliath saw David and how and how small he was, the giant warrior laughed. Goliath said, in effect, David, have have you looked in the mirror lately? You are. No, no match for me. I am bigger, stronger, tougher. But David understood this principle. Even though his slingshot was small, he realized it was it was given to him by God as part of his divine destiny. The scripture says David ran toward Goliath. You would think if you were, if you were half your opponent's size, you would sneak up. Go sneak up. You would try to sub to to to. To surprise him, but it's different. When you know you are equipped and empowered, when you realize God has given has given you what you need, you will. You will. Not swing back and fail. You will run toward your enemies. God used a simple slingshot to thrust David to a new level of his destiny. My question for you is this. Are you overlooking something small, something ordinary that God has given you? Are you sitting... Are you sitting back thinking, I don't have the talent, the education, I don't know the right people? You have exactly what you need. It may, it may seem small, but when you take these steps of faith, God will, will do for you what he did for David. He will breathe on your life, and, and, what, was, and what was ordinary will become extraordinary. When my father went to be with the Lord in 1999, I knew I was supposed to step up and pastor the church, but I had never ministered before. I thought of all the reasons I couldn't do it. I don't have the experience. I don't have the training. I don't have the booming voice. I don't have the dynamic personality on and on. I came up with all these excuses. One day I heard God say something to me, not out loud, but just inside my heart. He said, Joel, you have told me all about what what you don't have. I'm not interested in that. In that. All, all I'm asking you to do is, you, is use what you do have. I stepped out with a little talent, a little ability, a little experience, and a little confidence. I didn't have much to get, but I realize now uh, I had exactly what I needed. It looked small. It seemed, it seemed ordinary. When you give God what you have, he would take the little and he would turn it into much. Now quit telling God what you don't have and what and what you can't do. Be confident. You have exactly what you need. It may not be as much as others have, and that's okay. You are not running their ways. Don't envy their talent. Don't covet what they have. Don't wish you had their looks, their personality, or their opportunities. If God gave, if God gave that to you, it wouldn't help you. It would hinder you. You are you are not anoint, you are not you are not anointed to be to be them. You are anointed to be you. When God breathed His life into you, He equipped you with He equipped you with everything you need to fulfill your destiny. You have the talent, the confidence, the strength, and the creativity to fulfill your purpose. Now it may seem smaller for us. When I started, I felt unqualified and intimidated. But as you take steps of faith, believing that you are that you are equipped and confident in what God has given you, God will God will take the small and and He will multiply it. 
One day you will look up and and say, just as I did, how in the world did I, did I get to where I am? I am. That's the goodness and favor of God. Here's how the scripture puts it. It's not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit. It's not just talent, not just education, not just what family we come from. We excel and go places we have never dreamed of when the, when the Most High God breathes on our lives. Sometimes we feel like David. We, sometimes we feel like, like David must have felt all I have is a slingshot and he's five times my size. You're up against a huge giant, but you can stay in faith. You don't have to lose any sleep. Your slingshot with God, with God's anointing, is more powerful than a giant warrior with no anointing. You may be up against a major challenge in your health, your finances, or a relationship. You may feel that you have a big problem with little faith. Let me encourage you. It isn't necessary to have great faith. Just use what you have. Jesus told us that if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we can say to a mountain, be removed. Nothing is impossible. When you use even small faith, God can move mountains. It is okay to say, God, I don't know how, I, I, I don't. It is okay to say, God, I don't know how this is going to, to work out. I don't know how my dreams could come to pass. I don't know how. I could get over this medical situation, but God, I trust you. My life is in your hands. Even if it's small faith, that's what allows the creator of the universe to, to go to work. The scripture tells us that, that one time there were four, four leapers sitting outside the city gates. They were contagious, so they had to, to stay away from people to make matters work. To make matters worse, an army surrounded their city. They cut off the water supply and they were waiting for the people to get so weak they could walk in and attack them. These these leapers had, had nothing going for them and no future to speak of. But one of the leapers said to his three friends, If we just sit here, we're going to die for sure. Why don't we take a chance and march toward the enemy's camp and see what happens? Notice they didn't have great faith. They didn't say, we know God will, will protect us, deliver us, and save us. Their attitude was, we are 99% sure we are going to die. And what do, what do we have to lose? They had small faith. They marched toward the enemy's camp. Don't you know God, God saw them take that journey of faith? They could have been sitting outside the city gates, depressed, bitter, and complaining, blaming God. Instead, they were using what they had, not much, just a little faith, a little effort, and a little strength. The scripture says, as they marched toward the enemy, God multiplied the sound of their footsteps and caused them to sound like a vast army. When the enemy heard it, they thought they were under attack by thousands of troops. They panicked and ran for their lives, scared to, to, to death. They left in such a hurry, they didn't even get gather up their belongings. They left behind all their treasures, their livestock, and their food. When these lepers arrived in the camp and nobody was there, they were amazed. They went back home and told their families. They all returned and gathered up the spoils. God not only saved their lives, 
he also used used them to spell the the entire city. That's what happens when you when you use what you have. It doesn't have to be great faith, even little faith, even just just doing something small, just showing God that you are that you are trusting Him. That's when supernatural things can begin to happen. God can cause people to hear to hear what he what he wants them to hear. Years ago when I worked in the television department at Lakewood Church I was meeting with the salesman about buying television equipment. He had flown in from another state because this was a, a big order. We had a good meeting. He called back in a few days and mentioned that he could that he could give us a discount we had requested. He said it he said it was the largest discount he had ever given. He happened with the company over 30 years. I said, that's great. What is the discount? He seemed kind of confused. He said, what do you mean, Joel? You told, you told me the exact price. You gave me the amount that you could afford. I thought, I never told him that. That's not even my personality. That was God causing him to hear what he wanted him to hear. Here's what I found. God can God can cause you cause you to be seen to be seen the way He wants you to be seen. You may you may not feel very powerful or very influential. The good news is it's not it's not how you you feel that matters. It's how God causes you to be seen. Get in agreement with God. You may not feel it, but but part of faith is acting like it. Act like you are strong, anointed, confident, secure, empowered, and blessed. You have probably heard, heard the saying, you have, you have got to fake, you have got to, 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 to fake it till you make it. Don't, don't ever say, I don't have the strength, I don't have enough money. My company could never, could never compete with this other business. They have been, they have been going for years. You don't know how God is causing you to be seen. You may feel weak, but because of God's favor on your life, everyone you encounter thinks you are as strong, as confident, and as successful as can be. What is that? It's God causing you to be seen the way He wants you to be seen. Do yourself a favor. Don't tell uh, everyone how you feel. Just put your soldiers back, stand up tall. Don't act weak or intimidated. But, but like a child of the most high God, when, when you stay in faith like that, God will multiply what you have. He will multiply your talent, multiply your resources, and multiply your influence. God is a God of, of multiplication. What you have may, may be small right now, but you need to get ready. It won't, it won't stay small. You will come. And to increase, to good breaks, to the right people, to healing, to restoration, to new opportunities, and to favor like you have, like you have not seen before. When Moses was leading more than a million people through the, through the desert, through the desert, trying to get to the promised land, they, they had just, just come out of Egypt and it didn't look like, look like they had, they had any way to protect themselves. They appeared vulnerable to their enemies. Moses was down and discouraged. People were complaining. He was just about to give up, thinking that he that he didn't have what it took. But God said to him, Moses, what do you have in your hand?
in your hand. He was holding a rod. He looked at it and said, it's nothing, God. Just a stick, something I picked up along the way. God said, throw it down. He threw it down, and it turned into a snake. He, God said, pick it up. He picked it up, and it turned back into a rod. God was showing, was showing him what, what he... God was showing, was showing him, was showing him. He, he had, he had what he needed. It looked ordinary. It looked significant, just a what, but it, but it, but if it, but, but if it needed to be a key to open a door, God could turn it into a key. If it needed to be a shield to protect him, God could turn it into a shield. God was saying, I can't be, I can't become what you need. I can turn a rod into a snake. I can take four, four footsteps. And cause them to sound like a best army. I can use a simple slingshot to defeat a scared warrior. Quit talking about what you lack and start using what you do have. You may you may have small faith today. That's okay. Use it. And God can move mountains. You may have average talent. That's all right. Use it. And God can do something exceptional. You may feel weak, but don't you you dare act weak. Put your shoulders back, hold your hold your head up high, and God will cause you to be seen the way He wants you to be seen. It's not by your might, not by your power. Right now God is breathing on your dreams. He is he is breathing on your finances. He is breathing on your health. He is breathing on your children, his favor will cause you to go further than you ever than you ever thought possible. God is going to multiply what you have. He will multiply your talent, your resources, and your creativity. This is not this is not the time to swing back and forth. This is the time to move forward in faith. Get up every morning knowing you are anointed. You are equipped. You are empowered. You have everything you need to fulfill your destiny. Okay, that's the end of chapter 7.